coming up, it's the one year anniversary of the ANA's Media Transparency Report. Hello and welcome to IDCOM's Media Snack, episode 81. So today we've been counting down to the anniversary of the ANA's Media Transparency Report, um, looking at different areas of interest and things that have been changing. Uh, this episode we're going to look at uh, media technology um, and the impact that that is having and will have on the way marketers are working in the future. That's right, and we're going to see what kind of levels of accountability advertisers need to think about now that, that, that the data piece is evolving so quickly. Yep, and finally let's just look at really how technology is just changing the way that we work, um, both within our business and what we're seeing from the advertisers that we work with, all coming up on Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. Okay, so Tom, uh, you're obviously not next to me, uh, you're in New York, right? Yeah, so another episode where we're thousands of miles apart, but uh, you know, connected by the joy of Media Snack. Um, so I'm in New York, which is which is uh, for a number of different client meetings, but it's very appropriate given what we're going to be talking about today, um, because this week is is the one year anniversary of the ANA's Media Transparency Report. Um, the ANA are based here, just up the road in uh, in New York, um, and it's quite a big moment. It's caused quite a lot of people to you know stop and consider. Uh, you know where we've got to in the last 12 months. Yeah. So there's been there's been significant changes. Which um, for those of you that have been work, watching uh, recent episodes, we've been looking at some areas where we think there's been some significant change, uh, and will continue to be change. Um, you know, largely in credit to the the ANA's uh, work in media. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week, mate, we're going to talk about media technology. Yeah. Um, which is an incredibly broad topic um, and itself changing and evolving rapidly anyway, irrespective of the ANA's findings. But um, I think, you know, to focus, we're going to look at really just the impact of technology and also by that we also mean data as well. So the use of data and technology to aid decisions in uh, in media. Um, I think one of the the biggest trends that we've seen uh, in the last 12 months from the advertisers that we speak to and work with uh, is this idea of getting some control of data and investing in technologies themselves to manage data that gives them insights to help support decision making in marketing, right? Absolutely. And uh, what we found is that uh, you know, almost without exception advertisers uh, understand and believe in the power of uh, you know, data analytics in driving really smart media solutions. Mm. Uh, but it, it's somewhat overwhelming, you know, the amount of data that they have, the amount of decisions that they have to make, uh, the, the suggestion that, uh, that there is uh, intransparent practices going on and who owns what data and who manages what data uh, can be somewhat intimidating for the, for the advertisers themselves. So the, the kind of the key decisions that they've had to make perhaps over the last uh, 12 to 18 months is what level of management and control do they bring in-house and what level of control and management do they allow their agencies, their agency partners to control. Yeah. But in the latter, it's about asking the right kind of questions. And I think that's, that's the area that uh, in the conversations that we've had with our clients, 
clients have become better at. They're asking the right kind of questions of their agencies and, and therefore receiving the right answers and enabling them to make the right kind of decisions. Yeah, exactly right. And when we've seen that in practice, you know, I think for a long time, you know, we've, everybody's been talking about data and analytics and technology and DMPs and blah, 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 and that, you know, um, and it's kind of been something which people have been compartmentalizing a little bit on the side of, of media, knowing that it's important. Um, so not only are we seeing <clears throat> advertisers taking now a much more proactive approach in this, so actually having a strategy uh, for data and the technology that they're going to use. They're making those initial steps to try and rationalize some of the foundation blocks, like you know, a single ad server, often moving to a single DMP, you know, doing simple data audits to understand sources of data um, and how to get control of those. And what we're seeing is when, you know, it's, it's amazing to see when a, you know, a bunch of marketers uh, you know, make that move, gather the sources of date, different data, some internal and some from external sources, um, then apply analytics to that. It's incredibly empowering. And so you know, the talk of, you know, I think there's quite a lot of buzz in the last few months about marketers in-housing data yeah. and analytics. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think it's really there's much of a debate as to whether you should do that or not. Maybe it doesn't suit all businesses, but um, just to have that insight yeah. and you, you merge that insight with your customer uh, data your campaign data and then your business performance data is is amazing to see how empowering that is for marketer because it it gets us really close to the holy grail which we've been talking about for years which is you know really understanding the value of media and not just the price of media absolutely and and i and i i think that is a, a consistent belief and theme with most marketeers now, um, uh, it's it's the development of the roadmap that can perhaps get them there. I think there is a a, a, a realization or an acknowledgement that not all brands are quite there yet, and so they have to perhaps go in 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 manageable kind of chunks to get to that kind of holy grail. But ultimately. Yeah they will bring it in-house. And the other thing that I've noticed is that this is a discussion that uh, internally within within organizations um, brings in multiple stakeholders. So it's procurement, it's it's marketing, it's kind of the technology department within organizations, all that have a vested interest in this conversation. So it's a far more integrated uh, business conversation rather than perhaps just a siloed marketing one. Exactly right. And, and, and we've observed as well that it, it it acts as a very powerful bridge between marketing and sales as well. Mm -hmm. So in businesses where they've got, you know, even quite nascent e-commerce uh, yeah. capabilities that they're building, um, you know, finding the kind of single source of truth in combined marketing and sales data uh, is a is a point of common ground. And a lot of businesses have struggled with that. I think just structurally, um, you know, I was talking to an advertiser yesterday in New York um, who shared the same, you know. Uh, you know, frustration, if you like, which is this tension that exists between you know marketers building brands and and an e-commerce part who's who's looking like very accountable ROI on sales. Yeah. Um, you know, culturally really different, and they don't have a common ground. Having a single source of data shared yeah. between the two is a really good way, I think, of building building that out for the future. Um, and it has massive implications then down through the supply chain because you know as as you and I have seen recently with a couple of uh, big advertisers that we're working with, 
you know, when the marketer understands the value of media, they are the most powerful point in the supply chain. Yeah. And that's, that's appropriate, right? It's their money. Mm -hmm. uh, it's their data. And ultimately, it's their decision making. You know? So this idea of the data, getting data under control actually gives them more control and more influence. Um, you know, and we've seen brilliant examples of, a, of an advertiser dictating now to the agency and dictating to the media vendor the price that they're willing to pay for media inventory or reach or whatever whatever their KPI is because they know the impact. They're starting to really understand the impact that different media has on driving business outcomes in the yeah. short and the long term, uh, which is which is fascinating. And that changes all the dynamics and all the rules of, of the supply yeah. chain. I mean, suddenly, then all the control, all the key strategic decision making, sits at the client side, right? And and unless the agencies are, uh, you know, completely integral to that decision making process, they simply become execution executors of media plans. And yeah. and the price of that media is not dictated by the agency or the or their ability to buy. It's dictated by the client's understanding of the return on that investment, right? And that's really, really clever. And, and exactly what you're talking about leads so nicely into thinking about how technology is transforming the media sell side, so the marketplace for media. Because as soon as an advertiser really understands the value of media on the impact of its, to, its, to their business, um, they're really clear the price they're going to pay. And so if we think of a future, which we've talked a lot about before, which is the, you know, the democratization of media buying in an open and transparent marketplace, which is auction-based and, and therefore reliant on a buyer to know what they want to bid for media. Mm -hmm. um, so you, you'll, have an, you'll have a situation where uh, advertisers, through the use of data and analytics and predictive models, understanding what media they want to buy, and the price they're willing to pay. And if you think about it like an eBay, you know, as a buyer on eBay, you know what you're willing to bid for stuff. Mm. Um, and so marketers getting control of data, using analytics to create predictive models, enables them to participate in an open and democratic marketplace. So you'll, you'll, I think we'll see, as more marketers take control, it prepares or it demands a much more you know, supply and demand, transparent yeah. media buying uh, market, and I think this is just this is an important first step to us for us to get to that in a few years. I think. But that is such a fascinating future, right? And yeah. and such a an incredibly inspiring future for the media industry, especially on the on the brand side. Um, and and it's one of these things that's just it's just not going to go away. You know, that is the that is the direction of the the market. And and for those advertisers, perhaps at the moment that aren't as progressive as the ones that you've just described, um, you know, they should still be putting in place, you know, clear roadmaps for getting there. What is their current, as you say, you know, uh, data audit? Well, where, where do they sit? Who owns what data? How mm -hmm. should they manage that better? What is their strategic roadmap for beginning to understand better how data can inform media strategic decisions? And ultimately, what's the goal? You know, are they going to rely are they going to continue to rely on their agency partners for the foreseeable future? Are they looking to bring a lot of that control in-house? Um, mm -hmm. Even the ones that perhaps aren't as, as sophisticated when it comes to understanding how data can influence their marketing decisions. Um, even those 
advertisers should begin to start developing a, a roadmap because uh, you know that, as you've described, is the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, th there are many other areas of technology that probably could touch on. I mean, I think the the other thing that's that's you know been a significant change um, since, and I think really where the the A and A report was a catalyst is in the idea of accountability and measurement. Um, you know, it was the you know best articulated. Um, I think you know by the speeches by Mark Pritchard of P and G, um, where really he was carrying forward the message from the A and A, uh, which was that they won't accept um, you know spending money in places that didn't that wasn't able to be verified, um, and increasingly wanting to work with media vendors and publishers who were accredited, um, so not marking their own homework. You know that that's been, I think, a, a significant step forward because there was there was major resistance to that, yeah. um, and the ANA report has been the catalyst to trigger, I think, increasingly marketers demanding, you know, greater accountability and scrutiny because because simply they are under greater accountability and scrutiny themselves, yeah. and they demand that of of the supply chain. So that's been a really really positive move and a big step forward, I think, for for you know, media technology and its impact. Yeah, and and that rallying cry, uh, you know, by Mark Pritchard, uh, certainly resonated amongst the, the brands that we talk to. Um, yeah. You know, they're as I said, they're they're just asking smarter questions. Uh, they may not have all the answers yet, but they're asking smarter questions, and they feel empowered to do so uh, yeah. because of the because of the rallying cry from from P and G's lead brand chief. Yeah, and it's changing the way, you know, agencies and vendors are serving the needs of marketers as well. You know, we've seen, you know. In the work that we've been doing in the last 12 months, you know, increasing need for disclosure yeah. um, in contracts with agencies and vendors, um, you know, and, and I think that's having an impact. Also, in in the the setup of agencies, you know, we're seeing more agencies offering you know fully disclosed models. I mean, Havas got some headlines recently by you know claiming that they had a 100% transparent um, you know media buying model. Uh, now, which seems to have caused some debate, you know, pros and cons. Um, you know, we're seeing cha significant changes in structures of agencies, um, and generally, I think we perceive that the that the move is towards greater transparency, greater yeah. accountability, and ideally, greater alignment of agency partners to driving business outcomes for clients, which is a good, really good thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hugely optimistic. Uh, that uh, that both kind of agencies and, and 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 brands are both going in the same direction. Uh, I agree. I think I think you know the the, the highly publicised launch of of uh, Havas's new kind of trading software. Uh, you know the launch of uh, you know uh, Group M's M M platform. Uh, you know just the conversations that we hear going on between advertiser and client. Are far more collaborative. Uh, they're far. They're being driven with the right spirit in mind. Um, and uh, you know, and perhaps it was 12 months ago. The ANA report was the was the biggest catalyst for all of that. And we're seeing we're seeing massive strides in 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 progress in that area. Yeah. And the the final thing we wanted to touch on was really just looking more broadly about how technology is just changing the way that we work. Only because it's it's really pertinent to conversations, David, that you and I have been having. Um, about our own business, which is, you know, I think it's healthy to aspire to 
you know, move away from email as the kind of single most powerful tool for business, which it, it drives everybody mad. And every marketer that we work with is just drowning in a, you know, this single channel of communication, um, which can't you know filter out or prioritize things. Um, and so, you know, as a company, we're obviously making investments and moves away from relying on email and manual processes and documents and attachments and stuff like that. Um, you know, and finding new tools that are out there to to improve ways of working. And I think that's going to that that will transform the marketing function. You know, we yeah. see media directors just groaning under the weight of the inbox as their only kind of source of interaction. Uh, yeah. And the way of getting stuff done, and that's just—it just we can't work like that anymore. We've got to find new tools uh, that that empower us to be, you know, more creative and put our energies in the right places. Well, I for one look forward to that future. Absolutely, yes, good. We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, good. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a quick bit of a rattle through the impact of technology. There's lots of stuff going on. We'll dig into in future episodes. Uh, but I think on this monumental, I think anniversary of of you know the amazing work done by the ANA. Uh, you know we've come a long way in 12 months, and I'm, you know, and we're both really excited, and the whole team is very excited to be supporting, uh, you know, many advertisers through this period of media change and transformation. Uh, so I think that's all for this week. Uh, thank you very much for watching. If you like what we're doing, please give us a thumbs up. But bye for now. Have a good weekend.